this year. I'm Dave Anthony. Fox News anti-abortion advocates are gathering in Washington for their 50th March for Life. The first march following the U.S. Supreme Court overturning its 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that prevented states from deciding on their own whether to allow abortions. The organizers say they will still oppose pro-abortion legislation at all levels. Fox's Evan Brown. The Supreme Court says it still has not found who leaked that abortion ruling months before the court issued the formal opinion. A decision that's led to fights in state courts over abortion bans or strict limits. There's a lawsuit now in Missouri. The National Women's Law Center says it's representing 13 religious leaders of both Christian and Jewish faith who call Missouri's abortion law unconstitutional and who are suing to have it tossed out, alleging that lawmakers openly invoked their own personal religious beliefs in drafting the law. Fox's Jeff Manasso, a shootout inside of Walmart last night in Evansville, Indiana, when police then went after a gunman in the store, killing him. If there's an active threat, we go in. We don't pause. We don't take time to try to figure out what's going on. Evansville Police Sergeant Anna Gray, another person was injured. Recession fears are leading to more layoffs. Google will let 12,000 workers go, adding to similar job cuts at Amazon, Facebook, and Microsoft. President Biden says he has no regrets dismissing the classified documents found in his Delaware home and at an old office from his time as vice president is just being misplaced, saying there's no there there to investigate. Annoyed, he was even asked about it while surveying storm damage in California. Here's the deal. You know, what quite frankly bugs me is that we have serious problems. Referring to the deadly storms, House Republicans have their own document investigation beyond a special counsel. Congressman Jim Jordan tells Fox. Everyone is surprised at every response we have gotten from the White House. Everyone's surprised at how this whole thing is unfolded. The Secret Service says it can provide some visitor logs to the Biden home. Republicans want to know who could have had access. America's listening to Fox News. I've had COVID. Me too. But I didn't know you could get it again. What? And if you're 50 or older. Or have a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. Getting COVID again could get really serious, even deadly. That's why getting an updated COVID vaccine is so important. COVID isn't going away anytime soon, but I can lower my risk. And I'm up for that. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. Back to President Biden and his visit to California, where recent storms did a lot of damage, triggering floods and mudslides, killing at least 20 people. More than 500 employees of FEMA are out here and other federal agencies on the ground trying to help people. FEMA positions supplies for 100,000 meals, 100,000 liters of water, 20,000 blankets, 10,000 cots for shelters. Saying the federal government will help rebuild. Vice President Harris went to Arizona, but not to the border, which her critics pointed out amid a record surge of illegal immigration. I am here to talk about what we are doing around bringing down the cost to American families and creating jobs. Let me say on the border that it is one of our highest priorities. She went to Arizona for a groundbreaking on a transmission line that'll bring wind and solar power and energy from the Phoenix area to Southern California. White House officials tell Fox 
Vice President Kamala Harris plans to be out on the road this year talking about abortion rights, the administration's investments on climate, and helping small businesses. Harris appears to want to keep a distance from the border crisis, which she was selected to lead. And liberal mayors like New York City's Eric Adams are crying out for help. We should treat this the same way we treated a, a, any major disaster or major crisis. Aides note Harris is now freed up from being the tie-breaking vote in the United States Senate, which was a key role for her the first two years. As the focus shifts to re-election, those close to her are hoping she'll play a major role. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures mixed the day after a second straight big sell-off. A rock and roll Hall of Famer has died. It's getting to the point. David Crosby was part of that harmony. One of the big hits for Crosby, Stills, Nash, and sometimes Young. He helped found that group and also the Birds in the 1960s. Crosby also battled drug addiction. He died at the age of 81. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Good morning. It's 8.05. News Radio 92.3 right now. 50 degrees. Partly cloudy skies here in Pensacola. Starting out, let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Gracie Wolf. While the roads are looking great this morning, I-10, I-110 not showing any major slowdowns. Pine Forest, Blue Angel, and Gulf Beach also looking good. We do have some slow-moving traffic on 98. This is going to be uh, past Perdido Bay. This is going to be off of 97 right near... Um, Bob's Garage um, as you're heading towards Alberta. So expect some slowdowns there. But other than that, we are checking in clear. If you see something else, just make sure to give me a call, call at 850-262-6111. That's the traffic line. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks for the update, Gracie. A 33-year-old man that up until yesterday was serving as the dean at Warrington Middle School is now in jail on accusations of sex crimes involving a minor. According to jail records, Darielle Laster was booked into jail yesterday. He's being held on a $150,000 bond, accused of lewd and lascivious behavior involving a person under 18, using a computer to solicit a child, and committing a sex act in the presence of a correctional facility employee. Channel 3 reporting Laster has resigned from his job with the school district. One person had to be airlifted to the hospital after a rollover crash on Highway 9. This was south of Walnut Hill last night. North of Scambia reporting a pickup truck sideswiped another vehicle, ran off the road and rolled into a ditch. The driver, flown by the MedStar Air Care helicopter out of Atmore, his injuries not reported to be life-threatening. Pensacola's abortion clinic, the only one that serves northwest Florida, will not be reopening. News Radio's Joe Ford has more. According to the PNJ, American Family Planning of Pensacola has given up its license to operate as an abortion clinic after reaching a settlement with the Florida Agency for Healthcare Administration. The case stems from an emergency order that was issued in May to suspend the clinic's license after three women were hospitalized after having abortions. The clinic filed an appeal and a hearing was scheduled to take place this month. However, the clinic's attorney reportedly notified the judge that a settlement was reached and the case was dismissed on January 6th. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. The Florida Department of Economic Opportunity says $67 million in funding will be available to the five counties that were impacted by Hurricane Sally. That's through, through the infrastructure repair program designed to provide funds to governments to strategically rebuild and improve infrastructure. A $25 million program designed to construct new affordable running houses, rental houses in areas impacted by Hurricane Sally. That's five counties. So... 
you know, there's some webinar information coming up in, uh, in two weeks that I know we're going to be on and, and getting more information. Commissioner Robert Bender brought that news up during yesterday's Escambia County Board of uh, Commissioners meeting. The application window opened yesterday. It'll run through April 4th. It is 8.08 at News Radio 92.3. We're going to be seeing a cooler day out there today with temperatures warming up near 63 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 49. Clouds will build in as you go through the overnight hours and showers and thunderstorms possible for Saturday morning. 60% chance of rain throughout the day. High on Saturday near 59 degrees. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 54 and rain chance increases for Sunday. 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms. High near 68. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. And right now, partly cloudy, 55 in Pensacola, 53 in Gulf Breeze, 48 in Milton. Our next news at 8.30 and breaking news anytime, News Radio 92.3. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. Managing staff, growing your business, training new hires and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. An IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, submitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employee made easy. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MARI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. Pep Talk with Jenna Barr, mornings at 9. We're talking best things covered in chocolate. Okay, chocolate-covered cherries. Oh, yeah. Somebody says here, oh, my goodness, thinking of the giant soft pretzel from Meguiar's and a chocolate fountain for decadent dipping. Leveled up. We have leveled up, my friend. You are, what, you're like the barefoot Contessa. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye, Rose. the queen of Corona. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Good morning, 811 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Great to have you with us. Thank you for choosing to be with us on a Friday. Julio Diaz is the host of Let's Go Pensacola. You can listen to him Saturdays at 4 o'clock on this station and also the host of the Pensacola Movie Club on Facebook for, goodness, how many, year, how many years has it been, Julio, that you've been doing the Facebook, uh, the movie um, club? You Eight? know, I always forget the, the exact time, but I remember what the first movie we did was with which was X-Men Days of Future Past. Okay. So that's like... 2014, so eight, so eight yeah, years, yeah. Wow. So yeah, there you go. All right, so, and I know I've, I've been having you on the show as, uh, almost as long as I have been on the air here, so uh, we are cotemporaneous in that regard. Go look it up, it's a word. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Julio, what did you guys watch last night? Missing? 
Yes, Missing, uh, new movie that uh, has just come out. Uh, actually, was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I was iffy on the trailers for this film. Uh, it looked gimmicky, uh, but and it is in a sense. But it but it's also really good. It's a it's a really solid, well constructed thriller. Uh, it kept me guessing. I did not see where it was going the whole time. And uh, good performances, anchored by Storm Reid as the lead. Uh, the film is about a, uh, a young woman, she's 18 years old. Her mother goes on a trip to Columbia with her new boyfriend and disappears. Hmm. And she's, she's trying to find her basically through, through the Internet. And the whole movie is told through, through screens. Okay. She's, you know, One of those. Okay. She's, she's you know, hiring a, uh, uh, a handyman in, in Bogota to go run errands for her to, because the uh, – the FBI doesn't have the power to go investigate down there. Uh, so she, you know, she has these conversations with him over uh, WhatsApp and, uh, you know, there's FaceTiming with the, the FBI and she's, you know, getting into people's emails and their uh, dating apps and you name it. And, you know, it really does play with all that well. And that can sound like it would be a pain in the butt to watch, but it's actually shot very, very well the way it's, the way it's done doesn't look boring. It actually, it's actually very visually interesting. Okay. Uh, but it also at the same time looks familiar. You know, we're all used to looking at those screens all day. I know so, for me, uh, whenever I whenever I watch a movie or a TV show that has like the texting is part of it, they show you the texting. I often feel like you need to make that print just a little bit bigger for me. <laughs> like it's hard to read, and sometimes you have to pause and kind of look at it. So it's something something you can't really do at the movie theater. You're not gonna have. Yeah, you're not going to have that problem in this film. Everything okay, is shot very, very clearly. They focus, you know, when, when you need to read something on the screen, they focus very, very clearly. Even sometimes when you don't, you know, they're even, you know, she's looking at a website. There's stuff on the side of the website, just like there'd be on a real website. Okay, that so it's has a, nothing to do with anything, but you can read it if you want to. So it's a realistic so in yeah, that sense. Yeah. All right, very good. And also this yeah, week, the, the sun comes out. Is that right? So, yes, the sun. So this is. I don't know that you can quite call it a sequel, but it is a follow-up to the movie The Father that came out a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, which, uh, which most infamously, uh, Anthony Hopkins won the Best Actor Academy Award for uh, when everybody thought that it was going to be Chadwick Boseman, and they restructured the whole Oscar ceremony around ending with giving this award to the late Chadwick Boseman and everybody has this big, happy, feel-good moment. And then the voters did not cooperate with that. Hmm. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, so same writer-director is based on uh, his play. He did a series of plays that were the father, the son, and the mother. Uh, and so this is the son. I'm not 100% clear that it's the same characters, but we do have Anthony Hopkins back in this movie, in, in a small part, as the father of the lead character, who is played by Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, the story is about he is a uh, a, a remarried man who's got a, a you know a wife and a, a very young child, and his ex-wife comes back in. His ex-wife is played by Laura Dern, saying, you know, you got to take our kid. He's having all these problems. Seventeen, you got to bring a seventeen-year-old kid into this mixed family and the kids having a lot of problems and it's the, the father dealing with that while judging all of the juggling all of you know life all right uh all of that sounds good 
acting is supposedly very good in the film for the most part, especially especially Hugh Jackman and, of course, Anthony Hopkins or Darn No Slouches. Movie overall, though, the reviews are not great at all. This is not comparing to The Father in that regard. It's mm. running about 35% of Rotten Tomatoes. that's made. bad. Yeah, and another and, example uh, of the uh, the sum is lesser than the parts, which is always unfortunate. Yeah, being, what, what are you guys going to watch next week? The, Go ahead. Julie. I, I just want to mention, too, being, being weighed down by the young actor who they say really isn't up to the role. Well, okay. What are you going to watch next yeah. week, Julio? Next week, there's a movie called Infinity Pool that I'm really interested about. I just saw the trailer for it last night. Uh, it stars Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth, who is one of our new screen queens. She was the star of Pearl and X, which were two of my favorite movies last year. And uh, it's directed by David Cronenberg's son. So interesting uh, interesting combination of people involved in this. We'll be checking that out next week. Very good. Follow him on Facebook, Pensacola Movie Club, or go listen on Saturdays. Let's go Pensacola. Heard 4 o'clock here on News Radio. Julio, as always, thanks for the time, man. Talk to you next week. No worries. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Transgressors comes up next. Now Gracie has traffic on the fives. Our roads are looking pretty good right now. We are seeing slow moving traffic on 98 throughout Baldwin County. This is going to be right uh, just east of 95 and seeing slowdowns in both directions. Don't have reports of an accident, but just keep that in mind if you're taking 98 um, into past Perdido Bay. If you see something else, just make sure to give me a call to the traffic line. That's 850-2626-111. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. This is Mike Wiggins. I don't have to tell you that winter can be tough on our lawns and gardens, but there is much to be done, such as planting winter annuals and getting ready for spring. And remember, if you've got lawn and garden questions, we've got the answers on the Garden Line every Tuesday morning from 9 until 10 and 8 to 9 on Saturdays. The Garden Line, only on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to remember those who've transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names. In this moment of our remembrance, we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance. What we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity. Join with me now as we remember those we've lost. First, white people using the term aloha because it's linguistic appropriation, among other things. As one of the leading peer-reviewed academic journals of our time, USA Today, informed us this week, white people saying aloha is a terrible microaggression that not so subtly reminds the Hawaiian people of their former status as colonized persons. Also, aloha doesn't mean just hello or goodbye, but also conveys recognizing yourself in everyone and everything you meet. Since casual whitey does not understand or convey this depth of pantheistic nuance, his use demeans the term and insults the richness of the Hawaiian people, culture, and language. Now, you might think that saying aloha would be acceptable because 
After all, most people who travel to Hawaii are greeted in this way and even encouraged to use the native phrase while they are showered with flower print textiles and colorful lays. But this crass commercialization only makes things worse. The hotelistas and airport sellouts who so callously subvert the dignity of their own people are not authorized to bastardize aloha in this way for a few extra dollars in tourist tips. As every second-level novitiate of our order knows, the offensiveness of a cultural violation is determined not by the practices of the vulgar majority, but by the subtle and refined sensibilities of the most easily offended member of that culture. Especially if that person is only a hypothetical construct conjured up by academic elites in the ivory hallways of the great publishing capital of Gannett. And thus, since we can certainly imagine some native Kauaian finding this practice appropriative, that's all that matters. As associate professor of Slavic, East European, and Eurasian studies in the Ohio State University, Sonny Rucker Chang reminds us, language is really about power. And so, I say use your power for good, and stop using it to word rape the, her- the Hawaiian heritage. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second, Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov, because he refused to wear the team's LGBTQ plus themed warm-up jersey or use the specially designed rainbow-taped hockey stick at this week's Pride Night event. In explanation of this odiously acronymophobic behavior, Provorov claimed that he was staying true to his Russian Orthodox religion, and he even had the NHL side with him claiming some absurd notion of individual choice. Look, for one thing, it should be obvious that one of the central purposes of the National Hockey League is to be the authoritative voice of sexual morality and theological truth. And if they're not going to tell a player when his views on such matters are incorrect, what reason do they even have for existing as an organization? As you can play, Chief Operating Officer Kurt Weaver said about the incident, quote, For me, religion is about charity and inclusion, end quote. So true. And if Provorov and the entire Russian Orthodox Church's view of sexual ethics does not align with Weaver's secular Unitarianism, then the appropriate thing to do is castigate and punish Provorov into compliance with Weaver's religious views. If we learned anything from the Spanish Inquisition, and how much have we learned, is it that the high value of harmonizing society and saving souls from their own errors through social pressure, fear, and excessive punishment. As Schonheim's fourth precept reminds us, all must bow and obey so that all can be free. Besides, we all know that the Flyers mascot Gritty is a gender-fluid, polyamorous representative of trans-species love and tolerance, and if Provorov can skate with Gritty, why can't he put a little rainbow tape on his stick and slap one in the back of the net for the home team? Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Finally, let us all take a moment and drink in the intellectual riches of Lizzo, the noted singer, flautist, and body diversity celebrant for her excellent efforts to protect our religion from being tainted by impurities originating within the fold. Last week, Lizzo courageously took up the word sword of Twitter and slashed back against the co-opting of our movement when she tweeted, Cancel culture is appropriation. There was real outrage from truly marginalized people, and now it's become trendy, misused, and misdirected. I hope we can phase out of this and focus our outrage on the real problems. Now, yes, the 43 elders of the Western Board of Minor Doctrinal Review have ruled her in error for saying that our strong focus on word deletions and pronoun expansion are not real problems. But this mistake is already being forgiven by the Tenth Circuit Committee on Expungements and other philosophical minutiae. Obviously, any non-male, non-white, non-thin spokeshuman will be given abundant grace in such matters. But Lizzo's first comment, that cancel culture is appropriation, 
is most certainly a sober reminder that we must always beware allowing ourselves to assess our own level of helpfulness in the cause of overthrowing the whiteocracy. Only the oppressed can say whether we are on the right, the right track. And since the holy doctrines of microaggression, microinequity, and critical race theory are at their core expressions of the lived oppression of marginalized persons, we non-oppressed allies must always beware lest we inadvertently be caught wearing the cancel face of the oppressor. It is not for us to declare anything, but to prostrate ourselves at the feet of philosopher queens like Lizzo and simply listen for her instructions. If she says we're the appropriators, then the appropriators we have become. And so I remind you to do as Lizzo recommends. Purify yourselves through daily scourging and beg regularly for forgiveness, lest you devolve back into the colonists and slave traders, the people who look like you once were. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. these cleansing rites performed, may we all go forth in loving tolerance and microaggress no more. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. 824 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? California now storing water from the recent atmospheric rivers. Nine storms drenched the state. They averaged 12 inches of rain since the day after Christmas through this past Tuesday. And Governor Gavin Newsom says that uh, storing that water should reshape their water systems for the 21st century and beyond. And the U.S. sending striker combat vehicles to Ukraine. The Pentagon yesterday announced a $2.5 billion security package to help Ukraine fight the Russian forces. And uh, for the first time since the invasion, the military aid now includes 90 striker armored vehicles, also dozens of Bradley infantry vehicles, and union membership in the U.S. has fallen to an all-time low. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported the percentage of American workers that belong to a union fell to 10.1% in 2022. That's down from uh, 10.3% the year before. And uh, that drop coming despite a surge in organizing efforts. All right, very good. And by the way, the striker was not one I was particularly familiar with, but that's a, an eight wheel, kind of looks vaguely like right. a halfway between an MRAP and a tank. A little bit, yeah. And it's, it's got a, what light light artillery or light I mean, uh, light machine gun on top, basically, and it's yeah, personnel. It's, it's more of a personnel carrier than a tank. And yeah. I know tanks are what uh, what Ukraine's been asking for, right? Right, and uh, I don't know if you ever watched any of the videos, but uh, they're using their weapons to effect. <laughs> yes. Let's just say yes, against they are against the Russians, and they have been for all this time. God, so long, almost a year now. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Gracie Wolf has traffic on the fives. No major slowdowns to report on I-10 and I-110. On 98 throughout Baldwin County, we are seeing some slow-moving traffic in both directions. This is going to be right near Bobes Garage. It's uh, just east of 95. So if you are traveling on 98 uh, throughout the Lillian area, just keep that in mind. You're going to see some slowdowns there. Other than that, we're looking good. Pine Forest, Blue Angel, and Gulf Beach looking good. If you see something else, just give me a call to the traffic line. 850-2626-111. This traffic report is brought to you by ECUA. Help ECUA ensure recyclable materials are processed correctly and keep the recycling program on track. Go to livegreenecua.com or download the Recycle Coach app today. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Gracie. You know, if you've um, got a business and 
you love working with insurance and payroll and human resources, then great, just keep doing what you're doing. But if you would rather have somebody else take that off of your plate, not maybe because you hate it, but just because it's time-consuming or because you hate it, uh, that's why you call Torgerson Causey. They are a comprehensive employee benefits agency, and they've been helping businesses like yours, like ours, okay, here at News Radio and Cat Country. We use them now for, I think, about four or five years. I forget exactly, but it's been a little while now. And uh, they came in, and they, they gave us new options for health insurance. They gave us more control over our plans. Uh, they basically took a load off of our bosses, and that's the whole idea is they make it easy for you. So if you want to have them come in for no obligation and review what you're doing and see if they can save you money, get you some better options, and maybe just take it off your plate, 433 433- 9996, no obligation review, or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. 828 on News Radio 923. I will tell you that one of the stories that just kind of caught my attention uh, yesterday was that, you know, the Army is changing its rifles. Okay, it is changing from the uh, M4, which is the current rifle using the 5.56 ammunition, and they're changing to what they're now going to call an M7, which uses a larger ammunition. Because there's always been this debate about is it better to have the 7.62, which we used to run through the uh, this is you know um, we, that's the same as a 308 Winchester. It's the same what we used to run through the M14s back in the day, and then in Vietnam they wanted to have the uh, military, the uh, army, they wanted them to have more rounds basically, and the 5.56 is smaller, lighter, you can carry more. So they changed, and now, of course, you know we have the M4, we had the M16 for a while, uh, and that's the common round. Well, they've changed now, or they are changing to a 6.8 millimeter, which is an in-between size. It is heavier, but it carries more punch, and that's always kind of been the argument, is how much stopping power does the uh, 7.62 have versus the 5.56. Anyway, the long and the short of this is because the rounds are heavier— the weapons are going to carry, or the, the, the infantry are going to carry fewer rounds. And so, for example, what is now the M4 typically has a 30-round magazine is going to carry a 20-round magazine. Your standard load for somebody in the military is going to go from being 210, seven magazines, to being 140, seven magazines of 20 rounds. And I just tell you, and same thing for the squad weapon for the M250 is going to be 400 instead of 600 rounds. And all I know, like I am not an expert. I didn't serve in the military. Everything I know is movies and friends and playing airsoft, which are not a substitute. I'm just telling you that it doesn't seem to me like 140 rounds is a lot, especially if you're going full auto. Because here's for an example. This is how long it takes to go through an entire magazine of 30 rounds in an M4. Oh, sorry. That's actually the M249. Here's the M4. That's it. One one mag down. <laughs> and now, if you go selective fire. Oh, sorry. That's changing through. If you go selective fire, you get a lot more time out of it. But I just, it's hard for me to believe that 140 is enough, like, in most situations. I I mean, 210 doesn't seem like a left to me, <laughs> frankly. That seems like a, you go through rounds pretty quickly, especially if you're using them full auto. But I got to assume... Got to trust that the Army knows what they're doing, and there's a method to the, well, the wisdom, let's just say. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden says there's no there there and has no regrets about how the discovery of classified documents at his home and former office has been handled. We found a handful of documents were failed uh, or filed in the wrong place. We immediately turned them over to the archives of the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. The president in California after an aerial tour of storm damage. 
Former South Carolina Governor and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley tells Fox she's close to deciding if she'll run for president, having said earlier she would not run if former President Trump does, which he is. When I said that was before we surrendered to Afghanistan. It was before we saw this high inflation and high crime. It was before we saw drugs infesting all of our states. It was before we saw our foreign policy in disarray. So a lot has changed. She's 51 and says it's time for generational change. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 831 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne, 55, partly cloudy right now in Pensacola. Escambia Fire Rescue Captain Joel Richardson named the Instructor of the Year by the Florida Fire Chiefs Association. Now, Richardson's been with EFCR since October of 2009. He serves as the training and safety captain. So congratulations to Captain Joel Richardson. If you voted by mail in the 2022 general election and you wish to do that again for the 2022 24 election, you're going to have to file a new request. Escambia Supervisor of Elections David Stafford says new legislation signed into law requires voters to submit a new vote-by-mail request for each election cycle. Another recent change requires that voters include your Florida driver's license number, ID card number, or the last four of your social security number when submitting your request. You can submit that request online at escambiavotes.gov slash vote by mail by calling 850-595-3900 or, of course, in person. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you, Joe. Well, there's new safety concerns being raised after that deadly accident Wednesday that caused shutdowns on the Highway 90 bridge. Florida Highway Patrol says there's been seven crashes that have happened on that causeway since October. Two of those were fatal. Ongoing constructions led to daily delays. Well, you have a temporary configuration in place, and unfortunately, it is necessary. One, we want to make sure that the traffic can continue to still use US-90 through that county, Um, but also we have a construction project we have to finish. We need to make sure that that bridge is, is complete so we have a safe structure that crosses Simpson River. And FDOT's Ian Satter says they do weekly reviews of their safety plan for construction zones. Scambia County leaders moving forward with their plan to spend just over $4 million that HUD awarded to address homelessness and housing needs here in our area. During yesterday's discussion, commissioners reviewed a plan that would call for 75% of the money to be used to build a low-barrier homeless shelter. 7% of the money would go towards affordable rental housing. For me, I'm not going to vote for 75%. Uh, for the congregate shelter, I mean, it can be close to that number, but the number one issue I have in my district is affordable housing. And Commissioner Lumen May there, after his comments, the board did opt to take 5% of the shelter funds and apply that towards the affordable rentals. Once the Scambia County staff completes their home ARP allocation plan, Uh, At the end of February, there will be a two-week public comment period before they officially submit the plan for approval. Florida's Department of Education blocking high school students from taking a new AP course on African-American studies. In a letter to the College Board last week, the department's Office of Articulation says that uh, the class is historically inaccurate and is, quote, inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value End quote. The Department of Education didn't specify what law the course violates. 
29-year-old Pensacola man taken to the hospital yesterday with life-threatening injuries. This is after a motorcycle crash on Blue Angel Parkway. Florida Highway Patrol says the motorcyclist was going south and riding on the shoulder of the road. An SUV was turning into a parking lot. The motorcycle hit the side of the vehicle. The rider taken to the hospital with critical injuries. It is 835 right now, News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Gracie Wolf. We do have slow-moving traffic on I-10 right now. This is westbound getting into Pensacola. Before you get to the Escambia Bay Bridge, we have a disabled vehicle. Uh, Looks like something spilled on the road, and they were moving it off to the side. So he's over to the right right now, and we're seeing some slowdowns because of it. So that's before you get onto the Escambia Bay Bridge. Other than that, we are looking good. Uh, I-110 not showing delays. 98 throughout Gulf Breeze, Tiger Point, and Navarre looking good as well. If you do see something else, else just make sure to give me a call to the traffic line 850-2626-111 and this report is sponsored by discover with discover you can redeem your rewards for cash at any amount at any time learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards and terms do apply i'm gracie wolf on news radio 92.3 informative local dependable we're going to be seeing a cooler day out there today with temperatures warming up near 63 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 49. Clouds will build in as you go through the overnight hours and showers and thunderstorms possible for Saturday morning. 60% chance of rain throughout the day. High on Saturday near 59 degrees. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 54 and rain chance increases for Sunday. 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms high near 68. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now it's 55, partly cloudy in Pensacola, 53 in Gulf Breeze and 48 in Milton. And your money now. Uh, crypto lender Genesis is going bankrupt. Uh, Genesis filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection late on Thursday in Manhattan Federal Court. It's the uh, latest in a casualty in the industry contagion brought on by the collapse of cryptocurrency exchange FTX. Genesis last listed uh, more than 100,000 creditors. There are liabilities ranging from $1.2 billion to $11 billion. A federal judge in Texas ordering Boeing to appear in court next week for an arraignment on a criminal fraud charge over the certification of the 737 MAX. Judge Reed O'Connor says Boeing needs to appear for an arraignment and that family members of their or their attorneys could speak during the proceeding. And Google laying off 12,000 employees. Alphabet CEO Sundar Puchai made the announcement today in a memo to uh, Google staff. The layoffs amount to about 6% of Google's global workforce. Markets today opening, uh, well, the Dow Jones is down anyway, 52.10 at 32.992.46. S&P 500, though, up 250, and that's at 3,901.35. Uh, and the NASDAQ up 42.84 at 10.895.45. Your next news at 9 o'clock, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, and this is News Radio 92.3. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information for competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles 
vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data from model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. Are you a business owner stressing about the high cost of health care plans or wondering how you can compete in today's labor market? ProHealth is here to help. ProHealth's medical membership program is just $45 per month per employee. That's just 28 cents an hour for full-time employees. This program covers unlimited primary care and teledoc visits with zero copay and many more benefits. No appointment is ever necessary at ProHealth. Beat the high cost of health care with ProHealth's medical membership. Not convinced? Think about how much a sick employee is going to cost you. When it comes to precious metals, there's only one place to consider, and that is Emerald Coast Coins. They're the local leader in dealing with coins and jewelry. Gold, silver, diamonds, and sterling silver. Emerald Coast Coins buys, sells, and trades. And for the past 15 years, customers from all over the Gulf Coast have trusted Emerald Coast Coins for the best estimates and prices in town. Stop in today. They're on Creighton Road, right across from Tom Thumb. Emerald Coast Coins. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host used to play tournament soccer. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Jenna Barr. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody jump! 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 I said a hip, the hip, the hip, the hip, the hip, 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 you don't stop. Rap, 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 I will definitely call you back later, then. Come on, wrap it up. Big sharp it up. Okay, you know what? Wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Commissioner Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's time for The Wrap here on News Radio 92.3. We've got a couple of friends with me here in the sta- in the studio, Caleb Houston with uh, Huts for Our Friends and uh, doing really good work to help with the homeless, and also Ed Carson, who is uh, Carson Lovell, and he is also on the, is it the zoning or the planning board in Santa Rosa County? Zoning board. Zoning board. Yep. Very good. So he is, he is one of those people that's... Some people like to say those developers, and some people like to say, "Oh, the people who build my houses and, and buildings and you know businesses, right?" So that's you know, that's yeah. it. We, we got to have them. <laughs> I love that's it, right. gentlemen. Welcome to the wrap. Thank you so much, Andrew. Good I enjoy morning, being Andrew. here each time I've come. Oh, good yeah. to have you. Let's yeah. start just because I want to make sure and mention it, Caleb. You have a uh, charity event coming up. Is that yes, right? Yes, I do. What's yes, going sir. on? Okay, so we're planning a 2K benefit walk um, downtown where we're inviting the community to come out. Uh, We're raising funds as we're dealing with some challenges at our facility. Uh, We were anticipating receiving funding from the city and county, but unfortunately things haven't uh, come together quite yet there. Uh, But hopefully soon something will come through. But in the meanwhile, what we would like to do is just invite people to come out. We'll have raffle tickets, free food, um, drinks, things like that for the community. Um, also, what day uh, is it? This will be February 4th, February 4th, February okay. 4th, downtown Pensacola. I, I love, by the way, 
You're a man of my own heart when you say 2K? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> You're starting yeah. to get in my zone. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> I love it. exactly. Not a 5K, not yes. a 10K, right. 2K. There All right. you go. 25 minutes, 30 yes minutes, no. I can yeah. do that. That's yes. what I do around my neighborhood. All right. Got you, got you. Yes, sir. I think it would be really beneficial for our community as we've been working diligently to help those in need. Outstanding. Yes, Very good. Uh, Ed, uh, how's, it, how's, it, how's life on the planning board coming? <laughs> Has that been a new experience for you? I, I've been on it, Andrew, about a year, and it is always very interesting. Um, Th- those are the meetings that I know I would be sucked into, and so I force myself not to watch right. just because I know that would be like, oh, I'd get into all of it. And I just, I know I don't have enough time to add the zoning meetings in both counties to my, and, and the city, frankly. So essentially, to a person when they're over, somebody will come to me that I know that was in the crowd and say, why do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody has to. That's right. <laughs> there was a vacancy and you needed yep. to fill it. Um, uh, speaking of Santa Rosa County, um, relief that they finally signed the deed over for the spray field, well, not spray field, but for the ribs, for the wastewater treatment plant. It was pretty dicey there for a minute that this would even happen. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, well, to start out, this has been going on for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, Milton is to the end of the line as far as capacity. The state and, has, and state deadlines, right? Yeah, twenty twenty five is coming. Um, in fact, if I I I would guess if they put a shovel in the ground today, they'd be lucky to make the deadline. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of controversy over the location. But there's no question, and I don't think anybody argues that there's an absolute need for it. And it's going to get water or wastewater out of the Blackwater River. I right. mean, which I think should be everybody's goal. Yeah, I mean, that, that was the, the thing that I think so many people didn't understand about this was the current plant discharges into the Blackwater, the new plant will not discharge into the black water, but somehow that narrative got inverted by the critics. I mean, say it deliberately, I think, but still, you know, that was kind of one of these. It's only a couple million uh, gallons a day. (laughs) Right. It's only only a little bit. Uh, One of the other things, you know, uh, Milton didn't have their meeting last night. I was so look. I was so looking forward to the Milton City Council meeting because they were going to talk about the open container ordinance. They were going to talk about the possibility of a smoking ban in parks and uh, and beaches. And uh, they didn't have it because they couldn't make a um, I was curious to get your guys' feel on this. City of Pensacola last night, to absolutely no fanfare whatsoever. Again, nobody showed up to talk about it. Uh, they banned smoking and vaping in city parks. Uh, Okaloosa County has done this now. Santa Rosa County has not specifically been asked about it, but I got to assume they're going to take up the question. Milton uh, has mm-hmm. asked for the, like, to be made a proposal, and they're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, it seems like we're moving in that direction, but the city of Pensacola did it last night. And again, second time, nobody showed up. So it takes effect next Thursday. Uh, Wednesday is your last day to smoke and, and walk in a park if you want to. Oh, wow. Does this, I mean, surprising to me that nobody showed up to talk about it. But, Caleb, what do you think about that rule? Well, um, I remember I personally, I smoked about two packs a day uh, mm-hmm. some years ago. But I've been, I think, about a year and a half uh, uh, away from cigarettes. But Good for you. Um, yep. I, I think that, you know, in a public area, I feel like that that should be a person's decision, you know, as long as you're not in an enclosed space, you know, where it's affecting people. Um, 
I, I, to each his own, in my in my opinion, on that. When, yes, sir. When when you smell cigarette smoke, does it make you want to smoke? Not not necessarily. No, no. Okay. I actually, I've had um, a, a young lady who uh, we've been working with recently, uh, Miss Davis, and uh, she smokes cigarettes on a daily basis, and um, she would be around me, and she was like, you know, how how are you able to not not want to smoke? And I was like. Well, I've been free, you know, for a while now <laughs> from it, so it, it doesn't affect me that way anymore. So Deliverance is okay. different than a program. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I, I would totally agree. I just noticed yes, the sir. clock. Let's get Gracie in here quickly for our traffic on the fives. Well, roads are looking good. We are seeing some slight slowdowns on I-10 westbound. This is going to be before you get onto the Escambia Bay Bridge. We had a disabled vehicle off to the right side so um that caused some delays but other than that we're looking good if you see something else just make sure to give me a call at 850-2626-111 i'm gracie wolf on news radio 92.3 informative local dependable thanks so much gracie ed your thoughts about the city of pensacola banning smoking and vaping parks and uh, city of milton at least looking at it i don't know how mm-hmm. the votes are going to go yet but well i'm a big believer in personal freedoms mm-hmm. however when they infringe on somebody else You know, I want to take another look. I'm probably the last person you should ask about this because to me, just a small whiff of cigarette smoke ruins whatever experience I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I won't even sit out on the sidewalk on South Palafox to eat because of that very reason. I mean, if I'm Mm. enjoying a nice meal or a glass of wine, the last thing I want to have happen is this wave of smoke come over me it, it just like i say it ruins the experience for me you know it's interesting i um i, I hate smoke uh, i have in my life probably smoked about a pack of cigarettes when i was much younger and much more uh, consuming of alcohol with friends you know that's right. how it goes and uh, i hate it i hate the smell of ashtrays all of it and yet i just okay you know at I don't like it, but that's fine. Just like, you know, I endure people saying lewd jokes and profanity. It just, okay, it's stuff I don't prefer, but, you know, it it, it bothers me. I don't love it, but I'd rather allow from freedom, you know, Mm -hmm. I can tolerate it. But again, I... Apparently, I'm on the losing end of this argument because nobody complained. It's a 7-0 vote both times. I'm curious to see what Milton, because Milton is usually like the freedom-loving, you know? Like Santa Rosa County is much more about how dare you, you know, infringe. So I'm, but they seemed very favorable when it came up before in the council. So, you know, we'll see when they get a proposal, how it actually turns out. 848 here on News Radio 92.3. It's The Wrap. we got Ed Carson and Caleb Houston here in studio with me. I do want to let you know if you're 64 years old turning 65 that it can be a little bit concerning what's going to happen with changing over to Medicare, but it shouldn't be. It's very easy, very simple. You don't have to be worried. All the letters and calls and things that are making you stressed out, here's what you do. You call my friend Ricky Stewart. She's got an insurance agency where this is all she does, okay? All she does is help people make that transition, and she's really good at it. 341-2185. You got questions about Advantage, Supplement, Medicaid, whatever the case may be. No questions too silly. Ask them. She knows all the answers. Again, Ricky Stewart Insurance. Look her up online or give her a call, 341-2185. As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan. Discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Piedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of 3.5%. 
3.9% APR, up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Pete Moore Imports on New Warrington Road. Pete Moore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualified credit to BCI. See dealer for details. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, 11 to 1. After Pap Talk with Jenna Barr on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. It's funny, we were just talking in the break about how ubiquitous smoking used to be and uh, people don't think or didn't think about it at all. And uh, I was uh, telling Caleb and uh, Ed about how I remember when I was a kid, or not even a kid, probably an adult to to a degree, that uh, McDonald's would have the little aluminum M-stamped ashtrays in the middle of every table. And now you got to go on eBay to buy. Yeah. <laughs> to buy. Do you, Gracie, do you remember that at all? Are you old enough to remember that? Kind of, vaguely. Vaguely. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, 437-1620, you've got a question you want me to ask uh, my panelists with me here on The Wrap. Um, Scammy County Sheriff's Office, Chip Simmons had a really interesting gun violence roundtable discussion on Wednesday. It was the second one. And, look, we've kind of unpacked this uh, a bunch today on the show, but it, my perspective is that making people, making citizens – takes a lot of time and a lot of hours, years of input. You know, I'm a parent, Ed, you're a parent, a grandparent. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes an awful lot. And it's not anything that society can come in and fix if it has gone wrong, mm-hmm. but maybe society can come in and try to help that process be a little bit better so that, you know, 15 years from now when the baby's being born today become adults, you know, we're not looking at the same set of problems and it's a complicated thing. Uh, Caleb, your thoughts? Um, looking back at what I've seen, um, I feel like there needs to be more leadership that is consistent with, you know, um, engaging the community uh, as it pertains to our youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do youth rallies. We do things on the holidays. We do projects. But 365 days a year, you have these kids who are in the inner cities who are uh, dealing with peer pressure on a daily basis um, to to fit in, you know, into what seems quote unquote cool or or what is streets. And coming from that type of lifestyle, I know from experience that back in the days they used to have you know different groups that would come out throughout the week, Wednesday mm-hmm. and Thursday, and play football with us and teach us the word of God or pray with us and things like that. I think that needs to be something that's in, involved in our communities on a more often basis. Uh, to help our young people uh, because they're definitely going through a struggle right now with gun violence and and a lot of the things that are happening, drug dealing and and all this kind of things. Music plays a big part in that. You know, a lot of this brainwashing music that tells kids, you know, oh, it's cool to do this, but they don't tell you about the 20 years they're spending in prison behind the decisions they're making. Yeah, those don't make it into the songs as much. Right, exactly, (laughs) at all. If You know, so... I definitely feel like uh, we, we, we got to step up, you know, and um, that's my heart, too, man, as we're doing a documentary, actually, with a friend of mine who's uh, not from here, but he comes into town and we're going around the city and at our facility, we've done some scenes where it's dealing with the youth in, in Pensacola. 
Yeah. Yes, sir. No, and I think that's a, that's a great comment about how if if what's missing is good peers, good mentors, and mm-hmm. good parents often, or yes. parents who might be good if they didn't have to work three jobs and you know right. are stressed out about everything in their lives, okay? You can't fix those inadequacies with a once-a-year, once-a-month rally. Right. It exactly. just can't be fixed that way. Ed? Yeah, and I, I, I agree with what Caleb says, and um, I, I just feel like with the breakdown of the family and, you know, having a coherent discussion at at supper every night about things and just things that you and I grew up with and don't even think two things about. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how you get back to that place, but these children today, they don't have any real morals. They don't have any compass that they've been taught about. I, I take part every year in a uh, rotary program with 10th graders where we try to teach them about leadership and team building and such as that. And, and I've been doing it for probably 20 some years. And I can tell you, I, I have seen a dramatic decrease Mm -hmm. in what these children are getting from home. I mean, it, it is frightening. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, uh, I have three boys, boys fight. Mm-hmm. That, that yeah. just is. Yes, <laughs> they yes. squabble and yep. disagree and they fight. And I can't tell you how many hundreds, probably thousands of times I've said things like, leave the area, take a breath, take a beat, don't hit back. You know, just all that kind of stuff. Well, again, that, you know, that takes an enormous amount of time, yep. constant presence, interaction, scolding, discipline, all of that stuff. And if that's not happening either because, you know, people are stressed, they don't have the time, they're, they're, they're there are all kinds of reasons. Again, you, you can't fix that. The product that's come out of the pipeline cannot just be instantly changed overnight unless an intervention by God. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, these social structures have existed for mm. centuries and they do their work or they don't. And, you know, we get results. Gracie Wolf has traffic on the fives. Our slowdowns on I-10 have cleared up, so we're looking good there. We are seeing some slight delays on Highway 90 in between Pace and Pensacola on the bridge due to construction. See something else? Just give me a call to the traffic line. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Gracie. Back to my uh, guests, Ed Carson and Caleb Houston here in studio with me for the wrap. Um, I don't know how much either of you have been following this issue, but the Supreme Court last year prior to the Dobbs decision that uh, reversed Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, they had the leak, right, of the draft opinion by Justice Alito, and they vowed to find out who leaked it. Well, now come to tell that uh, six months after the fact, they have no idea. They, they have no evidence. They don't know who leaked it. They've done an investigation. They can't figure it out. Uh, some people said that they told their spouses, you know, some of their staffers said that they told their spouses what the decision was going to be, but nobody, uh, nobody has acknowledged it, confessed or whatever. One theory, and I guess at this point you really have to say any theory is a possibility, is that it was one of the justices. I, I mean, I find that. I had not even really considered that because I want to believe, oh, my God, none, none of the justices would do this to their institution but honestly, if that's the case, that's far more concerning than if any of the staffers yeah. did it. Thoughts, Ed? Yeah, I, I can't believe in this day and time that that can't be figured out. Right. Frankly. I mean, and I do find it interesting, and I'm not taking sides here, that it's a liberal cause mm-hmm. that's leaked out and it can't be tracked down, especially with all the talk about 
the Justice Department and has it gone off the rails and well, I think I think to this point and, the Supreme Court's been running its internal. You know, right. it's not been like DOJ or anything like that. But still, you would but think why wouldn't it be? Well, fair. I mean, why not ask some experts? I mean, in? to me, you need to get to the bottom of this. Oh yeah, because it's. I mean, it changed the politics of this country for months and definitely had an influence on the election and certainly put the Supreme Court in a very strange position and. Yep jeopardizes their institutional processes going forward forever. Caleb, any thoughts about this? Honestly, I'm not informed on the matter. That's fine. Hey, <laughs> that's know, that's fair enough. Sometimes things come up. Um, one of the other things, and I'm just kind of uh, I'm kind of curious if you guys have seen this, the, the newest Boston Dynamics Atlas robot doing a backflip and a twist off of a piece of decking onto a ground. IHMC has been competing with these robots, and they're amazing, but what I remember was that robot had trouble walking up a stairs. And now it's to the point where the robot's doing half twists and backflips. We're out of time, but this to me is scary. <laughs> I want good robots, but I don't want robots that good, Ed. So you you have that capability, then you give them artificial intelligence. Right, and right. I don't need them to be generating paintings. I've right. seen those movies. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen them. Well, Caleb, God bless you for the work that you're doing. Huts for our friends. Ed Carson, also God bless you for what you're doing, developing Thank our community, building the stuff we need. Gentlemen, thanks. We'll see you all back here on Monday. Your home for Brian Kilmeade. Weekdays 11 to 1 is News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. The former dean of Warrington Middle School now charged with a sex crime involving a minor. Also, a big recognition for an Escambia County fire rescue captain. Those stories and more right after this update from Fox.